This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted, the Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games and Netflix's Brainchild, comes Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math, in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time, solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute, with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Welcome to Mom and Mind, where we dive into all aspects of perinatal mental health and wellness related to pregnancy, birth, loss, postpartum, and new parenthood. It's so much more than postpartum depression. We raise the volume on all of these topics in the hopes that someday everyone will have the support and info that they deserve before they need it. Please note this podcast is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. This episode is supported by Dr. Mara Tesler-Stein and the Touchstone Institute for Psychotherapy and Training. All right, so I have just finished part two of the foundational training for EMDR, and I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to be using this in my practice. It works. I've seen it work. It works for me. I have my own EMDR therapist, and I'm super pumped to be using this with the perinatal population. I took my foundational EMDR training with Dr. Mara Tesler-Stein, an EMDR-approved trainer with the Institute for Creative Mindfulness and the Touchstone Institute for Psychotherapy and Training. I love Mara's training style, and I feel like it's so accessible that I was able to use it right away. Not only the training, but also the consultation that comes with training. I get to pop in, get my questions answered, and feel like I can keep going with what I'm doing. It's really interesting to see, as a perinatal mental health therapist, how understanding the neurobiology of trauma and how to effectively and efficiently intervene with traumatized clients raises the quality of care. If you're interested in learning more about the trainings and whether they're a good fit for you, here's how. Go to docmara.com training, or if you have questions, email mara at docmara.com. This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. 
To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. Welcome to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. As we close out this year and this decade, actually, I've been doing a lot of reflecting and looking back on the work I've done and the people that I've supported through their healing journeys over the past years. And what I am consistently struck with is how incredibly strong these people are. The amount of heart and integrity and drive and survival that it takes to go through a perinatal mental health condition while trying to become pregnant, trying to stay pregnant, going through birth, and in those early months and early years of postpartum are so hard and so hard when you have a perinatal mental health condition. And there are so many ways that people can be affected during this period of time. And a lot of people largely go through it without help, which is mind boggling to me because it's hard even with help. Day after day, people come into my office or I hear stories of people who are suffering greatly and feel like they have nowhere to turn, feel like there is no hope for them, feel crazy, feel like they are not themselves, feel like failures, feel lost, feel angry, they're dealing with not only their own mental health, but physical health. They're trying to take care of a pregnancy or a child, let alone other people in the home, or let alone other animals, dogs, cats, pets. Then having to navigate a really, in my opinion, messed up healthcare system, where sometimes when we are the sickest and it's the hardest for us to advocate for ourselves, that's the time when we have to be the loudest. People I've heard People have to convince their care providers that they're not well and have to fight to get the help that they need, the referrals that they need, the time that they need. People who are doing this all while sleep deprived, sometimes having to manage jobs or careers that are extremely stressful, sometimes having to manage family relationships that are extremely stressful. And often, unfortunately, having to make a decision to not talk to toxic family members any longer. And how difficult is that while you have a new child? I see people wanting to not feel crazy. There can be such loneliness and confusion for people who are suffering during this period of time. And sometimes the loneliness is a felt sense because of depression or anxiety or whatever is going on clinically. And sometimes it's actually alone. People aren't around to help or aren't around to support. And the person is really trying to navigate and figure out just how to get through the day. I've seen partners who are involved and want to be supportive feel very confused about how to help or even very confused about what's going on. 
and they themselves need a lot of help. They themselves might be suffering, worried about other children or finances or jobs or what to do sometimes, very literally how to even help sometimes around the house, feeling at a loss of how to fix this for the person that they love. There's just so much going on during this period of time. I'm just touching on a couple of the dynamics that I see and a couple of the things that people experience and feel. But you know what else I see? I see incredible amounts of strength, incredible amounts of resilience, and people who keep fighting. They don't know how they're going to get through this. They don't know what the next day or sometimes hour is going to entail or how they're going to be affected or how even they're going to get through it. But they do. They get through it. They put one foot in front of the other and keep taking steps until they get there. I see people find a glimmer of hope. I see people feel a little bit better than they felt the day before. I see the massive shift that can come when someone finally gets the sleep that they need or when their medication finally kicks in and gives them some relief. That whole experience of feeling like your head is finally above water and you have a bit of yourself back. That holding on for another day in hopes that the next day is a better one. The fight that parents put in so that they can be there for their children, even when they don't feel connected. They do the things. They do the bottles. They do the diapers. They do the sleeping. They do the cleaning, even if they don't feel connected, even when they don't feel like they're good enough. But what they don't know is that they are good enough. What they don't know in those moments, but what they come to find out is that they are good enough. I see people who fight so hard to get to that point, and when they do, they feel the relief. They feel the accomplishment. They feel the sense that they can do this and that they are doing this, even though they've been doing it the whole time. I see their bodies relax. They stop fidgeting. They stop holding tight, and they start to relax into their new sense of self, into their new reality, whatever that is. I see parents who have zero clue about how they are going to live in this world without their child get to a point where they can live with their memory. It's never not painful. It's never not hard. But they do get to a point where they can live more easily. In my eyes, whenever somebody comes into my office and they are suffering and they don't know that they can get through it, I know that they can. And that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me hopeful for them, even when they can't hold hope for themselves. And when they get there, we celebrate those moments where you finally feel like yourself, where you can do this, where you can see that you're not going to feel horrible for the rest of your life. That's worth celebrating. People dealing with perinatal mental health conditions, in my mind, are some of the strongest people on earth. How is it really, if you try and wrap your mind around it, that somebody who has experienced a loss of a pregnancy, a loss of a child, or has a new child and is suffering greatly, that they are putting one foot in front of the other while suffering, while going through one of the hardest things they could have ever imagined, while sometimes very literally not wanting to be alive, and still putting one foot in front of the other, still fighting. If you are somebody who's experienced a perinatal mental health condition or a perinatal loss, or you have lost someone because of a perinatal mental health condition, I see you. I honor you and I respect you so much 
for all of the fight and heart that you've had to put into this life so far, into these devastating moments. You're doing it. You're getting through. Even if you feel terrible, you're getting through. And what I know now, better than ever, after having gone through my own perinatal mental health condition, after having all this training and all this experience, is that that never goes away. It gets easier. But those little bits of ourselves still might need some healing along the way. Even if you're not in it in it right now, if you've gone past it, there's still little parts that deserve and need healing and gentleness and compassion. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. There are still parts of myself and my journey after nine years that need loving care. That's in part because these are challenging things to deal with, but also because we always need that. It's not like you get better and then you're just better. It's a process. It takes time. And you can live in a way that doesn't feel like a struggle. I do know that. But still, tending to those parts of yourself that are raw or vulnerable or need a little bit more of attention are totally okay. You don't have to be perfect. You can still have moments of sadness for what you've been through, and that doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're human. So I just wanted to take a moment to honor all of you who have gone through something so terrible, and you're fighting now, or you've gotten through it, and now you're helping others. We're all in this together. You guys are definitely not alone. I know you can feel better. And for those of you who got to that point where you are feeling better, still take care of yourself. Now more than ever, there are so many of us who are trained and who know how to help. And I'm so excited because there's so many more of us now who can help, who are ready to help, who know what it's like, firsthand what it's like, and who know you can get better. 
find those people, find those providers, share those resources, get the word out there. We've done so much to improve the chances of people getting the help and support that they need, but there's still so much to do. And if all of us keep sticking together, keep getting the word out, my hope is that someday everyone will have the help that they deserve before they need it. Thank you to all of you Mom and Mind listeners who have been with us for the last three and a half years. We are not stopping anytime soon. There are still so many more stories to share and still so much to learn. I thank you all who listen and share this podcast, share this resource, and who share the belief that perinatal mental health conditions are real and treatable. From the bottom of my heart, I am wishing you all a beautiful holiday season and best wishes for the new year. And we will be back again with more Mom and Mind podcast episodes that will hopefully support you and those that you love and care about. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Together we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Come connect with us at momandmind.com. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're gonna talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. <laughs>